rolling the sky podcast for anybody that likes shock value or entertainment i think this is the episode for them correct we we get oh i think shock value is the word (laughs) (laughs) in this episode i am in columbia falls montana and I interact with some other people that are spending the night in the same area as me. I like to call them parking lot conspiracy theorists. I think that's... Uh, They're not just on Facebook. They they actually exist in parking lots as well, apparently. Yeah. And I think these ones might be more entertaining than what you get on Facebook. Because Facebook, I feel like, is like texting. You know, you can only get so much out of it. But when you really get to see these people face to face, it's a whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame. So, a good chunk of this episode is my interaction with them. But we also use that as an opportunity to showcase what we are discussing at earlier and later portions in the episode as well. Where I think we demonstrate a lot of disdain for humanity. Kind of off the bat. I think we're rooting for COVID to win or at least eliminate. To some do of, its job. Yeah, You know, maybe take out a few people I don't that I don't care for. Unfortunately, it's not taking out the right people as far as I know. Yeah, it's not, not as selective as we'd like it to be. Yeah, does life actually matter? I think that's what we want to get into and, and whether or not people matter, even if they're crazy. Yes. And so that is the underlying theme of this episode. And I hope everybody enjoys the content. It definitely takes a couple of twists and turns. But if you stick through to the end, I think that you'll be pretty satisfied with the outcome. So thank you for listening. As always, you may interact with us online by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you may tweet. At CTS Terry. If you want to interact with us on Twitter, thank you again for tuning in and enjoy. Hello. Do I have to call you or do you have to call me? Doesn't matter. Either one works. Okay, doesn't matter. All nope. right. Yep, doesn't matter. It's just plugged in through the okay. plugged in through the computer. Had a major scare setting up the studio. Major scare. So, all right. To any of our listeners, this is our first mobile episode. I have set up my studio in my car, and I am currently doing that because I'm road tripping across the country. So I left June uh, 16th. You're in Columbia Falls? I'm in Columbia Falls, Montana. 
Right. Yeah, I'm going to check out Glacier tomorrow. But um, as far as my scare went, I was setting up the computer and the uh, charger. Actually, uh, like the, you know, most most laptops. This This is at the Night Owl restaurant. No, I'm now at the uh, Super One Foods, open 24 hours. Uh, and I stand corrected. I left on the 17th. My bad. Okay. Details matter. Yes, <laughs> I did leave on the 17th. Anyway, I went to uh, set up the computer. And, you know, most computer laptop chargers have, I don't even know what to call it, like a little box halfway along the cord or whatever, like the power charger, like the actual charger box thing on the power. You know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. I'm not, I'm doing a, I'm, I think I'm doing a poor job of describing it, but you plug it into your computer like it's just the power supply, you know, and most yeah. of them have like a little box or adapter thing, you know, midway. I'm assuming you plug it into your, your cigarette lighter or... Close. Something like that, yeah. What is like the natural enemy of electricity? Water. <laughs> yeah, so the giant cup of water that I have sitting up in my front seat, yeah, the power supply decided to take a dip into that. And I was like, oh, at first I'm like, oh, God. But then I thought, oh, it's okay, because it has like, you know, it's a plastic box. It should be sealed all right. Oh, no, there's water all up in it. I could fucking hear it swishing around. I fucking, I literally beat the thing. I just beat it like up against this thing and got as much water as I could out of it. The good news is I think I got the majority of it, and I caught it pretty quickly. Everything seems to be working. Everything right? is working. It is charging. The light is on. It has not caught fire. I, I have it yeah. wrapped in uh, some paper towels to soak up any additional moisture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to. It seems like uh, we avoided a catastrophe there because I wouldn't be able to charge my computer at all, thus not being able to do this. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. We're 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 on to something here. <laughs> Absolutely. So, this is you said this is the first. Didn't we record yesterday? Well, yes, but it's all going to be part of the same episode. So, gotcha. No, no. Okay. And I think yesterday we were just warming up and more just sharing our feelings. I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we haven't talked in a while. <laughs> it has been a couple weeks. Yes, you you've decided to hit the road. Chasing a woman, finding love, finding yourself. I don't, uh, maybe just want tired of Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Tired uh, of this town, tired of the city. Oh my, my. Oh hell yes. Honey, put on that party dress. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. How are you? How are you? Uh, did you, are you smuggling from Colorado? Like, what are you, what are you, <laughs> um, how are you spending? So the past couple days, I've just been without, which is fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. I thought last time we hung out, you smoked so much. I thought you were ready to join a reggae band or something. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah. So I uh, definitely partook when I was in Colorado. I love the edible gummy bears. I really do. Yeah, they just don't do it for me. Yeah, I, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they edibles still really don't do much for me. I am obviously in Montana. What'd you have for dinner tonight? Because it, it did something to you. It fueled your tank, is what you told me. Oh <laughs> my god, dude! That backroom restaurant was fucking the truth. Let me tell dude, that you. Place had, 
like 1,700 reviews. It looked really good. It was, I couldn't finish my meal. Every meal comes with, they call it the trimmings as far as the sides go. Every, like almost every meal comes with baby red potatoes, baked baby red potatoes, coleslaw, Uh beans, Uh and fry bread, which is kind of, I don't want to compare it to funnel cake. It's, uh, it's, it's something, it's its own thing. It's its own thing. Well, we have fry bread here in Arizona, but it's associated with native Indian population. Yes. Well, we are in, uh, very good for you. no, no, it's not. Oh no, it's not. I know. Yeah. So okay. we, uh, I, I mean, I had as much as I could, but I, I couldn't finish and that doesn't happen very often. What was, what was the main source of protein? Was it a steak? Was it chicken? Was it? Um, they're known for their chicken. An animal. They they're known for their chicken and barbecue. So I went ahead and got a uh, chicken and ribs. So I went ahead and got a chicken and ribs platter. Mm. The thing about this COVID thing that pisses me off is everything's closed as far as food goes. Yeah. So you've just made me hungry. And Sorry. It's Ten o'clock in Arizona and everything's shut down. Yeah, that's not no bueno. Yep. No. Minus the fireworks party that people are having outside my window here oh yeah it yeah, yeah. Like, it sounds like uh the russian army is actually hunting american soldiers out there ha huh. so <laughs> what would we know about that we do know about that maybe our listeners don't care but uh at present our president doesn't seem to care about anything and he just keeps lying to us and we keep it's all our fault and we, we expect nothing from our government at this point they just they're just there for our entertainment. Apparently, they, they do nothing, <laughs> just, <laughs> and that, and that that's become the reasonable expectation of government. Whereas when I grew up in the eighties and nineties, like I would watch television, and America would save the day. You know, if there was a hostage situation, you know, they would they would always do the right thing. And also in this time, though, you start to see Ronald Reagan say, you know, I don't. The words I hate to hear most are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And then they began to demonize government. And Thomas Frank is author, writer, Thomas Frank. He did What's the Matter with Kansas and some other great stuff for you listeners at home to check out. But they found a way, really way to demonize our systems, our social systems, to make you hate them. And then they try to dismantle them so they can ultimately privatize everything. And now we can have Walmarts and Amazons everywhere. And hopefully they can privatize your your firefighters, your police officers, your sanitation workers, pretty much any of that. It's out of control. Did you just see what the Department of Education is trying to do? If they could, they want to make it all NASCAR and fucking throw a bunch of advertisements on it. That's actually already happened in some school districts that are strapped for cash. Because we don't want to fund anything. Yeah, go ahead. I'm talking about with the student loan stuff, with the federal student loan stuff. That. They are like basically they're handing over like the responsibility of all that shit to these five loan private loan companies, and they're going to be the ones yeah. handling all you know all the stuff moving forward. I will share with the listeners. I participated in the University of Phoenix scandals of the late two thousands, where we just we just bilked people into believing that. They needed to take out massive amounts of student loans and accumulate excessive amounts of interest, all for the purposes of obtaining an education that was worth absolutely shit. And rarely did they pass because they were ill-equipped for what we were providing because we targeted poor communities 
who didn't have access, reasonable access to internet. You know, we told them, ah, just go to a Starbucks. We didn't know you would get arrested in Starbucks if you were just hanging out. Because again, the communities we were targeting were, you know, like that situation in Philadelphia. The guy couldn't wait without getting the cops called on him. Oh, yeah. yeah Which yeah. is the end of Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I took advantage of all these poor people. I remember I had ethical quandaries about this, but I had just purchased a, a house and I just had my first mortgage. And ultimately, I became an evolutionary byproduct and it is a dog eat dog world, survival of the fittest. So and you I actually realized, worked for University of Phoenix at the time? Yes. And this is what I've realized about myself with COVID is that. I want Bernie Sanders. I, I want him. I want health care for all. I want free education. I want all these things, right? Yep. But at the same time, when we go out and interact with my neighbors who are obviously letting off a bunch of firecrackers and playing shitty music or just being horrible, unhealthy human beings, I don't give two fucks about these people. Yep. I'm cordial. I wave. But, it, but if I spend more than five minutes with them, I realize that I don't like them and I could give two fucks if they got COVID and died. Uh, and so this is my challenge is that I, I want everybody to have nice things, but I also, I'm not willing, I don't care about my fellow neighbor. And so if this COVID wipes out a few of the uh, miserable fucks who, who can't seem to take care of their health, that's where I'm at. That's, I, I said it. I said it out loud. I did it. <laughs> is that, am I a horrible human being? Am I going to hell? What? What's the, what? what's the reality? What for, <laughs> I mean, I guess trying to not let's try to not direct it at any particular individual. You know, we don't want to wish ill will on any particular individual. I mean, I'm sure in our private lives we all do. Oh, I see YouTube videos all the time, and I'm like, these people need to die. <laughs> They're fighting Walmart. I don't know what's going on anymore. As far as survival of the fittest goes, oh, absolutely. But that's the thing. I'm torn because I want to travel to Seattle and I want to hang out with you, but I might have COVID. And if I have COVID, I don't want to spread it. Oh, absolutely. Because I want to be a nice guy. I want to care about everybody. I want to be part of the community. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not about me. It's about everybody else. But at the same time, fuck them. Fuck them all. Uh, yeah. And I mean, uh, on... I want to live my life. It right? is. Yes, absolutely. And it's good that everybody, you know, it's good to be taking precautions and things like that. But at the same time, we got to look at the survival rates and all that. And we Getting need to just come to terms with this is going to. This is just going to be something that people are just going to get like the flu. You ever had the flu before? I don't think so. <laughs> Never. Okay, I, I remember I caught a bug on Monday Night Football when the Cardinals killed Steve Young. Was that Frank? <laughs> yes, that is Frank. I'm gonna have to move for the second time. So I moved a spot, and there was spring, and then I moved, and then I moved to a different spot, and there's a fucking dog in the next car. That's not making Frank happy. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not sure if this guy is upset. I hear somebody yelling obscenities in the RV. So now we're just gonna move down here. Yeah. So the Cardinals hang on, killed. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Get him, Frank. <laughs> Probably muttering something anti-Semitic. Okay, 
got something to say, you can get the fuck out and we can handle our fucking shit right fucking now. Sir, I'm Not here a to... fucking dog. He's, he's my best friend. He's better than most fucking people. Got it? Yes, sir. Now get the fuck on. All right, dude. Go back to sleep. Motherfucker, you want to say something? I said go back to sleep. I wasn't asleep, asshole. Don't worry about what I was fucking doing. You pulled I know that you're me. threatening me right now. I'm not threatening you. I'm telling you. I you apologize. Got any more lip surf. You got any more lip I surf. said I apologize for your dog. Out of here, then. I said I apologize for your dog, you sir. Popped off about me being asleep. You should just shut your mouth and go. I was talking to somebody. I, no, you were. You, I'm talking to somebody right me. now. I said you're talking to me. I can hear the whole thing. No, sir. Then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, go back to sleep before I call the police. Listen, my Don't engage. I will go again. You're the one, you're the one. There's a guy standing right there witnessing all this. What was that? That's it. Done. I'm actually, actually, here, I'm going to pull up to another fellow that actually seems very, very kind. I'm just pulling right here if that's all right. Last thing I need you to do is give me a Sorry, sorry, Safe. I uh, pulled my head down for a her headphones down for a moment. I actually, um. I heard it all. Yeah, yeah, so. So, yeah, there was a dog barking in the trailer next to us, and so I uh, said there was a fucking dog, and apparently that set off the individual in the trailer, and he came out and hunted me down. So now I am standing next to a gentleman that witnessed the whole thing, and he asked me what I was doing. I'm currently hosting a podcast. Yes, from my car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I actually uh, I host it normally, you know, at home, but since I'm uh, traveling across the country, I decided to bring my stuff with me. We got we got another listener here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my name's Terry. It's nice to meet you. You don't have to introduce yourself if you don't want to. John, nice to meet you. If you're ever interested or listen to podcasts or anything, this is the Catch the Sky podcast, and we're uh, recording live right now. This is going around the country. How long you talking about? Well, this is the first mobile one that we've actually done. I uh, left home. A little over two weeks ago, so we've just been uh, recording some content over the past couple days, and we'll put it together. We're just discussing my travels, the world, the world, this current health situation that's going on, <laughs> and hopefully, I'll be able to meet with my co-host uh, in Seattle soon. Yeah, so but that was a perfect example of we want the best for our fellow human beings, but human beings are mean to each other. Like yes. What you just we just had a, a very, example. yeah, we had a live example. That's crazy. So right before that guy was talking, hopped out of his truck, we were just <laughs> talking about how, like, we, we're good people and we try to wish the best for others, but sometimes you just see people and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I wouldn't mind if you got the COVID and it got you. And we, we hate to say it, but it's like, all I said, all I said was there's a fucking dog next to me. You know, I didn't even know the guy could hear me. Yeah, you know, I was, that was yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to insult him or his dog. Yeah, highly offended about his dog. He must think very highly of his dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think highly of my dog too. He's a good guy, but you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna go yelling at somebody. Gee, if you could describe for for anybody, what you're in a parking lot of a grocery store. Yeah. And people camp. Mm-hmm. People are camping in a grocery store parking lot, and it's perfectly. It's like a Walmart. People do this at Walmart, right? Hang on just a moment. I came here to get away from the no. area because of like the Kalispell area where I just came from. Okay, so this gentleman is telling me about Kalispell. Um, I mean, do you, do you care? Do you want to talk yeah. into the mic or do you just want to tell me? I, I want to hear. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a strange like see those people staring just because I'm talking. Yeah, so this gentleman has told me that this area of Montana has been just seeing some weird behavior and people are 
People are odd. You said you came from the Kalispell area to get away. Yeah, I'm originally I was born and raised here. I was in the military for four years. Born and raised in the military. I got uh, like I said, man. If you, if you want to talk into the mic, you're more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hold it. I don't have anything. Yeah, you can tell uh, us a little about yourself. Tell us a little about yourself. Where you're from? Oh, I'm originally from uh, Libby, Montana. I was born and raised awesome. in Montana. I was in the military for four years, U.S. Army, tank mechanic. Went to Iraq for a year. Came home. Got an assault charge. I was drinking whiskey and hurt a guy real bad after the military. Unfortunately, got a you know got a one-time felony thing and I mm-hmm. uh, got locked up for it for a while and been gone for the last five years. Sorry. And I came home and too bad you didn't have a camcorder. Yeah, right. I'm serious because like strange like occurrences have happened since the COVID thing. Like uh, I feel like like stuff's been changing and like my friends that are from here because I've been home for five years have been telling me this place is different. And strange things have been going on here. I was living down in an area called Evergreen. Okay. It's part of Kalispell. Okay. It's like the lower um, the lower valley part, kind of. Yeah. I've been home about nine months, and I had to move away from the area. I mean, I just literally like packed up my apartment in one day and told the landlord I was moving and got my deposit back, and I left to come up here. Wow. Because my sister, my little sister and her three kids are up in Eureka, which is about 70 miles from here, up north, okay. by the Canadian border. Gotcha. And uh, she's moving up here. And so I tried to come up here so I could find an apartment and get a place because I'm a veteran. So the VAs helped me pay for my place. But it's just uh, was so the occurrences that were happening were just so like. Could you describe any of them? Oh man, I don't even know if. Um, just an example. We don't, you know, we don't have to run through a laundry list, but. Technology. Sure. These things. Yeah. These things. Yeah. Or uh, your smartphones. Yeah. yeah. I, I started to like research into information about these and. Pretty much got my whole, my accounts hacked, my my ID stolen, my wallet got stolen. Huh. Random people looking at me, following me, colored vehicles like black yeah. and white. And then I look on Facebook the last time I had access to my Facebook page. Um, this is where it gets strange. Yeah. Podcast or in a blog. It's podcast. Yeah. And um, people talking about how like higher class people are getting paid by, they don't know who to like go and cause chaos to like go in there there's like people saying that they're going and like disrupting homeless people mm. messing with them hurting them yeah. um all kinds of crazy stuff that was the last time i was on facebook gotcha gotcha well yeah i mean I... have you seen any so of that the live microphone away from this guy yeah, no. no have you seen any of this like going on in person for yourself yeah yeah yeah, ever since I started like like really diving into like what Google is and Facebook and conglomerate and like asking questions on my phone, I got locked out of my phone. Huh. My own phone locked me out because I asked too many questions. Huh. Interesting. Like uh, Agenda Twenty One. Okay. That's a huge one. All right. Write that down. Write that down. Look that up. <laughs> We're going to. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so now I can't really like go anywhere. My five. I. I I've lost three. I've had three phones stolen from me in the last like six months. Wow. Can't keep a phone in my hand. So I just had to like have everybody I was associated with just go away. Yeah. I had to tell them to leave. Still kidding. Every time I'd like turn around, my phone disappeared. Huh. Now I have a problem. Like I, this phone that I have, it's a blue and I can't, I can't log into it for some reason. It was not a lot, not letting me access. Huh. Like I'm trying to recover my Google account. It's not letting me. My Facebook, I tried to create a new Facebook page. It says I'm in some kind of violation. Huh. Of rights. Yeah, the new of their Facebook right. rights. Huh. And uh, I'm having a really hard time recovering my accounts. Huh. 
And Sorry. anytime I talk about anything with anybody, that stuff happens. Gotcha. Black and white vehicles. Yeah. Follow me around. People looking at me like, not just like random people. You know, there's a difference like when you're just walking around, you know, somebody just kind of glances at you. Yeah. Now I have people full on like stare at me like driving by really slow. Yeah. Well, strange. Well, hopefully all the cameras here are turned on. Nothing strange will happen to us tonight. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about well, it. Is, is, it's been going on for a while. Is there anything in that parking lot that's happened recently? The only thing that's happened recently um, in this parking lot tonight was the gentleman hopping out of his RV to harass me. <laughs> but that was about it. Yeah, John, it was a pleasure. Absolutely. If you need anything, you know, water, snacks, whatever, we're here for the night. Yeah. So. Use some water. Yeah, I got a bottle of water for you, bro. I was about to find a more of like quieter spot where I could take off, pull some of my stuff out and readjust. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Well, here, let me, uh, I'll grab you a bottle of water here. And then, uh, I'm gonna get back to the cast. Safe, I'll be back in just a jiff. About 30 seconds. Yeah. Never a dull moment. Super One Foods, is that where you are? I am at Super One Foods, you are correct. Off the, uh, off Interstate 2, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm off the interstate. Uh, well, it's not interstate two; it's route two. But yeah. But you're more towards the Coinstar. Are you near the Coinstar or the Western Union? That's a good question. Is there th- an auto zone across the street? I don't know. I'm on the. I'm on the east end of it. This is crazy. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a. We yeah. called a wrap there. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Didn't expect any of that shit. I know. Well, oh, hey, this is life on the road. This is what the uh, this is what a mobile cast will get you. So you your car has been hit. You've been in a, a car accident now. Now you just got into an, a verbal argument. I I and now well, did I I mean people. I hope I mean it was all live. Did I sound like I was arguing with the gentleman? You you got. I mean, see your you know your former hockey player, right? I mm-hmm. mean. You go zero or one hundred real quick. I've I've seen this, so oh that's yeah, I was, I'm. Oh yeah, you've but you've seen it, so I think I handled that pretty well. Obviously, it could have been worse, right? Yeah, um, if you could have seen, uh, I mean, could you hear some of the things that this guy was saying? I heard everything. I mean, yeah, it was it a was... lot. Of, you were screaming back, but it was. Well, it, it, it happens so quick. He, he kept he well the he kept walking up to the car and then walking away and then walking up it was very odd and you were just sitting in your car arguing through the window yeah i thought he was gonna try and hit me or something with your window down or up oh, it was down gotcha was it down the whole time yep so you're doing the podcast we're, we're talking you had the window down mm-hmm. and that a dog okay, and then- a dog started barking next to me and that started setting Frank off, and I was like, oh, shoot, I should move. There's a fucking dog next to me. Well, you probably, maybe your voice woke the dog. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, it's, I'm not saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying to understand the circumstances. Yes, what happened yes. Habit. And then so I, I, I promptly moved my car right away. You know, I was like, oh, there's a fucking dog. I'm going to move. And as I was moving is when this gentleman approached my car. So, so you're, you're trying to drive away. Mm-hmm. And I did not even realize that a shirtless, 60-something, tatted-up, braided-beard man 
bald was going to approach my car screaming obscenities. So, gotcha. Okay. I did not want to. Yeah, la- I, think I, I, I didn't want to label him any certain way. He kind of has a certain look. But, no, but you know, Karen. Um, is, Karen is okay. Is that an acceptable term? Do we, do we call people Karen? This wasn't a Karen. He was very aggressive. <laughs> what is the male version of Karen? No, this I wasn't. The male version of Karen is that guy in St. Louis that had his assault rifle out at the protesters. Right. That's the male version. But this guy, yeah. So he 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 was upset, and I like I said, I mean, you heard me apologize. I I, I apologize. I don't know what you know what else I could have done for him. He he was telling me how his dog is better than most people, and blah blah blah. I'm like, I right. I I'm not you know I'm not mad at your dog. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Like we, you, you also know me, and you know my love for the word "fuck," and I just say it with everything, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? It's just a fucking dog. You can't say "fucking dog" anymore. Like this political correctness that it's best right here. <laughs> All right, let's get back to where we were. Let's get over how much people suck. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, I think like this gentleman now, he obviously seems more reasonable. Yes. Uh, but so this is good and bad. But yeah, it, it, people suck. And it's hard for me to be compassionate. I think maybe if we talk to our, our bearded friend and had a moment just to listen, I, I think everybody could be reasonable. But five minutes of, and, and honestly, I could care less about people. I, I get rid of them. Right, and I, and I hate to say that, yeah, yeah, no, but that's I, where I'm at. I know, man. <laughs> well, I mean, we've discussed it before. Humanity as a whole is like a disease. We we're we're not communicating. We don't communicate very well, but I because we're over multiplying, and we're not finding any new homes. We're just overpopulating this one rock. And housing's expensive. Mm. People are getting kicked out of their homes right now. Oh yeah, it's like a buildup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you build up the mass population, and then you like mm, kind of weed out the weak and the sick, and then you have a globalized workforce, and then you keep the elite. So the ones that are the strongest, after you like manipulate the world with radio waves and all kinds of other stuff with chemicals and stuff to try to like manipulate, enhance our to change our DNA. Oh yeah, that's another one. Check it out, zinc finger. I've actually uh, so so he has. Uh, if anybody, um, if you were able to pick up on what John was just saying, he was talking about a global global elite taking over. And this is actually, he, he just mentioned the term zinc finger. I do not know about zinc finger, but I do know that. Zinc finger? This is, yes, these are the terms, yes. Um, he's, <laughs> he's writing them all down for me, which is, which is very kind. But this is something that actually I have somewhat heard of. I have not heard the term zinc finger, but I have heard this theory before. And actually, Stephen Hawking, the renowned uh, astrophysicist that recently passed away, he simply theorized that with the dawn of the CRISPR gene manipulation tool that allows us to alter unborn babies' DNA, that the elite will harness this tool to create a more or less super race. The guy right now is, um, I think his name is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's so like the technology that he's like trying to create, and then what he's doing right now is so like a perversion of nature and God. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Like they're already talking about. You look on YouTube. They're already talking about putting chips in people's brains. They're already doing it, like the Chinese said. Oh yeah. They're trying to link people to the internet too, so it's like a, like a hive mind. It's interesting too because in China, I was actually thinking about this the other day. The way China kind of uh, broke down their civil liberties in order to, you know, to take authoritarian control, and I see similarities in our current population, especially with this virus. Well, that was someone, someone saying they're taking liberties like with Major League Baseball. Like, hey, let's stop them from spitting. We're going to use COVID to stop them from spitting. Huh. I don't know if that's no. liberties. Like, I want to, like, get more concrete in my liberties. Yeah. No, but for example, for example, in Pennsylvania, it was just ordered that if you leave the house now, you have to wear a mask. If you leave your house, not if you go into a store, not a... Texas, too, by the way. Texas, too. Well, good thing well, I got the hell out of both. These are libertarian-esque. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, there's a public safety situation. And so, is making you wear a mask that bad of a thing? Like, if you're stopping the spread of something that's obviously hurting all of us. Oh, no, Absolutely. But, you know, when is the when is the next order given that is, you know, quote unquote, to protect everyone? You know, I'm sure China said the same thing to all their citizens. This is to protect you. This is to blah, 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 blah. If you're just a good person and fall in line, then you won't have any problems. I just, this gentleman, I thought, brought up a good point. This notion of global elite, that's my, my point always with global elite is this, this, this Jeff Bezos Walmart situation has already been occurring. Like the global elite is just neoliberal capitalism gone awry and they've continued to harness more power but what are they going to do with it they're going to capitalize on everything (laughs) and then try to create a situation where their wealth is never interfered with Um, it's not always the case like kodak goes bankrupt Um, you have these things that occur that they're just no longer useful yeah and you know amazon takes over right the cell phone takes the job of so many things, whether it's a compass, a clock, calendar. So, you know, you're in the calendar business, you know, you got 12 cute pictures of kittens each month. Well, now you're, 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 your industry's taking a dump. Absolutely. Because nobody wants that shitty calendar. I mean, I love the kittens, but it's just, it's hard to, to figure out is your item, like me, I'm in education. We're now turning to electronic. My lectures will be copyrighted. I have no right to my materials once I put them out there because they'll need to be recorded so my students can access it. Now I've lost my material, and eventually they can just clone me and have one teacher teach 500 people. Nice. And everyone else behind the scenes kind of doing production. Our gentleman is coming back. Uh, The gentleman that was angry? Yes. Yes. Look, man. Check this out. What's up, sir? I'm I'm who carries a microphone around? I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's well, craziness. I'm wondering, why don't you have Bluetooth? Oh, the quality would not be anywhere near the same. It's... Why Bluetooth? Why Bluetooth? Why well, who drives around with a fucking microphone? Well, I was I was parked. <laughs> yeah, I was. I... Right next to my rig. You know? Yeah. I'm explain to you what the problem was. Number one, you pull up next to a motorhome. Obviously, with a motorhome, there's probably somebody in it. Right? If I was too loud, I apologize. No, it wasn't that. Yes. 
Second thing is, you got a dog in the back, right? Yes, sir. Okay. You pull up next to my rig, and there's a, my baby's up front sleeping on the driver's seat. I didn't see him. Okay. It doesn't matter. You pulled right next to my rig, within a foot and a half of my rig. I can hear you, and I can see you through my window, but it ain't none of my business what you're doing. Okay, sir. Right. Get that? Listen, T. Just listen. You're backing out. That's my best friend, like I told you. Yes, sir. Okay. When you're backing out, what you said was, there's a fucking dog. Now, if you had backed out and just said, if you had backed out and said, there's a dog next to me, he's barking, I need to move, because you pulled next to me. I was there first. Yes, sir. Okay. I did not mean to disrupt I, you. I'm explaining this to you so you understand why I was so angry. Oh, I and, and I apologize. That's my best friend. He's been there through thick and thin with me better than most people in my life. And I did not mean to insult him. I, I, I use the F word liberally, and I apologize. I want to let you know, when somebody threatens my baby that's been had my back no matter what, I'm going to come out and let them know I got his back. And I respect that 100%, and I would not expect anything less. I, I, I did not mean to insult your dog. I... Like I said, I use the F word liberally. I, I you know, I say. Yeah, I've heard the F word numerous times in my life. How you said it was the way I interpreted it. It's a fucking dog. Uh, yeah, now that. You said it. That to me is insulting my base. And I apologize. I, that was not my intention. Now, look, I did tell you to get out of the car, but there's no threat intended there. Just if you want to say something to me, I want you to stand out like a man in front of me and say it to my face. I'm a real motherfucker. Exactly. Old school shit, and that's how I do it. I don't play this fucking retarded shit everybody plays. I don't, I don't play this retarded shit everybody plays today. Absolutely. Right? I try to mind my own fucking business. I park off in the back where nobody's around. And then when somebody pulls up next to me and then insults my dog to boot. Well, you park next to me, I wasn't going to get out and say anything about that. Nah. But insults my dog on, on the way back and out the way that you did. Now I feel the necessity to come out and make sure that the person understands what the problem is. Get it? I understand, and I and like and and I hope that podcasting anyway. Uh, it's called the Catch the Sky podcast. Currently, I'm on a road trip across the country, and we um, right now we're just discussing this whole Corona situation and how it's affecting everybody's travel and stuff like that. And we're just talking about the places I've seen and things that are going on. And so, hey, my name is Terry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I insulted your dog because I got a buddy back here. You and insult me all you want. Nah, it, <laughs> I, I don't want to insult anybody. When I left California, it was a year ago. Okay. What made you leave? Just the people? No, I'm from there, right? My whole world got flipped upside down. Okay. Okay. My whole, my whole world got flipped upside down. I was living in New York. My wife flew to Spokane, where she's from. Supposedly for her sister's brain surgery, she flew back. Well, I'm living in New York. The only reason I went to New York was to try to fix my marriage. Absolutely. Back to New York. She's, uh, I go pick her up from the bus stop. She goes, flies into New York City. Uh, she takes the bus up to where I'm at in upstate. Comes up on the way home. She says, I'm not happy. I'm leaving you. I got a place to live. I'm staying with Deanna. I got a, uh, a job. Blah, blah, blah. After 26 years of marriage. Wow, man. I'm. No, no don't feel bad. It's my story, right? Okay. Don't feel bad. All right. Everything's good. Everything's good. But it blew my fucking mind, right? Yeah. I'm on the ride at home. I moved back there to fix my marriage because it hadn't been great for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. She had empty nest syndrome. My youngest son was a firefighter in New York City. I moved back there with her. I thought I'd give her some peace of mind and we could get reconnected. It didn't happen that way. I don't even think her sister had brain surgery. She went back there to set herself up in Spokane, flew back, dropped a bomb on me, blindsided me, and then left me there, pack up 26 years worth of memories for 30 fucking days. 
My whole world's flipped upside down right now. Everything I knew for the last 26 years just went out the fucking window. Right? Now, I don't know if you guys are grasping this or not, but I'm an old man now, and I'm just, you know, I did. I was a bad kid, and I, I got a bad temper and shit like that when I was young, but I tried to do it society. I worked hard for a lot of years. I raised two two boys that I had with that woman till they were adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. That don't happen nowadays. Usually you got a multiple uh, family. <laughs> so right, I'm thankful right. that I got to raise them from birth all the way to adults. Yeah. And they're good kids. They never went through the uh, struggles and shit that I did as a youth. I Boy, did shit hey, good. good. I did shit good in my life. I know what I did in my life. But for my wife to come back and fucking drop that bomb on me like that, she said she wasn't happy. That's why she was leaving. I married to make you miserable. Right? No. I don't think anybody does. Right? <laughs> but happiness was not included in that contract that you needed to have because I didn't need to be married. She did. So it tweaked my mind a little bit. All right. So you're not happy. I didn't marry you to make you miserable. If you need to leave me to go find your happiness, you go do that. Because I, I, I love you and I still love you. But I didn't marry you to make you miserable. Right? But everything she did, we could have both landed on our feet. She could have left me and we both could have stayed there and packed up 26 years of memories together instead of me doing it by myself. Drinking a 12-pack of fucking Becks every night and a fifth of fucking 100 proof Southern Comfort. Right? That's how I dealt, went to bed every night. So what do I do? I think, what do I, what do I got to do? Okay. She's coming back in 30 days to pack up the house and get her deposit. She involves my youngest son in this breakup. She brings him up from the city up to my house. And I raised both my boys to protect their mother no matter what. There was no there was no physical violence or anything like that going on. She didn't need, he's not happy that his parents are breaking up after 26 years. That's the only thing he ever knew. So he comes up there. She's supposed to put, clean the house so we get our deposit back. She wants to go find a motel room and go sleep and all this shit. No, I want to get the fuck out of here. I just spent 30 days packing everything up. Pictures and trophies and well, my kids. Drinking, going through memories, crying, crying your eyes. I right. Be, I that's why, there, I, that's why I was drinking. That's why I was drinking. I was crying every fucking night. And I'm a strong man, but that Sorry. tore my heart, heart apart. So she brings him up. They want to go stand. I was pissed off. So I let her know I was pissed off. She can't, she's not in Spokane anymore after the 30 days where she was hanging up on me every time I said something she didn't like. Now she's in front of me. I let her know what I thought about the whole situation. My youngest son didn't like the way I was talking to his mom. He'd just been talking to me about how he got a gun. What's it do? They're getting ready to back out of the thing. I'm telling her what I think. She's on the other side of the car. He starts, he reaches, he's got a triangle leather bag. He's talking about having a gun. I know what a gun sack looks like. Pulls the gun out. Looks like a, a brushed aluminum fucking Taurus. Points it over the fucking driver's side door at me. Being his dad. I mean, I grew up in the hood. I, I've had guns pointed at me. That's my kid. I got no choice. I go for the fucking, I go to shut the door and get the gun. There ain't no yellow or orange tip on it. It's a BB gun. But as soon as I do that, he shot me four times with a fucking, uh, uh, fucking high-powered fucking CO2 BB gun. Fucking BBs stuck at me. I'm in such shock that my kid just pulled a trigger on me. I don't even know if I shot with a real gun or not. Yeah. It sounded weird to me. It sounded like it had a silencer on it, but I didn't see a silencer. I'm bleeding. They back out of the fucking driveway and take off. I'm bleeding. I, I got to go up and look in the mirror to see if I'm I hear about. I, I hear about people they get shot, and you know, even though they're dying and got major arteries, the adrenaline, the adrenaline's going. I got to go look in the mirror and see what the fuck's going on. I go look in the mirror. 
and I see that they're BB holes. I got a BB stuck. Three of them stuck in my back still, and I plucked one out of my fucking neck right here. If he'd had a real gun, he'd shot me. He killed me. My son would be in prison for the rest of his life because his mom involved in the incident that he never needed to be involved with to start with because it was too emotional for him. She wanted to leave me fine. Don't bring my son up here and involve him in that shit. Yeah. You know, he's a good kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those... I don't mean to be laying this on. Dude, you're all right, man. Shit happens, right? Uh, I end up going to jail. I had a box cutter in my hand when he was driving out. I sliced his fucking uh, driver's side fucking tire after after he shot me. They were backing out. I knew they were only going to get a quarter mile down the street. After I went up and checked my injuries, I go out in the front yard. I'm sitting there. I'm up in South Wooster. I don't know if you know where that is in New York. Okay. Uh, by Oneana. You know where Oneana is? Wooster sounds familiar. But anyway, I'm out in my front yard. It's a little historic town is all it is. Mm-hmm. You know, half the town doesn't even live there it's because it's so historic. But I'm sitting out in my front yard. I see a state trooper drive by. Well, in the middle of me going with the box cutter in my hand or whatever, he threw a kick. I didn't remember this at the time. He threw a kick at me. He kicked the fucking box cutter and cut the bottom part of his leg. When I was coming in, when I was coming in to shut the door, he kicked with his left leg. And he kicked the box cutter. I didn't even know he was injured. I'm obvious. I got a white t-shirt on with fucking blood all over from the BB bucket holes. Mm-hmm. State trooper goes and talks to him. They come back. He's got injuries that I don't know about. He's got a cut on his leg from the box cutter. Okay, so the state trooper takes me and him to jail. First time my son's ever been to jail in his life. We go to jail. We get uh, we get out. I already forgave him for shooting. I find out later that he had an injury on him because I didn't even know what the fucking injury yeah. He had an injury. Yeah. Get out of jail. Get out of jail. I go back home. They're both there. No problems. Whatever. I pack my fucking car up, my Honda, take my two babies, and I drive back to the only place that I think that I can figure shit out. My hometown, where I grew up, learned a fucking lot of hard lessons, learned how to stand on my own two feet, and learn how to be a man in life. Mm-hmm. Right? I get back there. In 24 hours of me being in my home county, okay, I get arrested on a 10-year-old fucking warrant where two dudes were fucking at the river fighting with me. I was down there drinking. They came over to me. Dude half my age wanted to fight me. All right. Let's get him up. We're listening to Leonard Skinner. I'm trying to listen to Leonard Skinner concert down to this fucking uh, Rayleigh Stadium shit up at the river, right? Younger dude, because I told him you gotta leave. He's fighting with his girlfriend. I can't hear the music. You gotta go back to where he came from. <laughs> right? He didn't like that, so he wanted nice. to get him up. All right, I'm getting ready to get him up. He's got his uncle with him, who's behind me. I stand there and get ready to scrub. The, the kid bounces a fucking empty quart sized beer bottle off my forehead. I punch him. He turns around, spins around, runs. His uncle comes back behind me, half size, uh, half full fucking quart beer bottle. He cracks me in the back of the head, slips the back of my head over. Blood, I see blood. Now I'm fighting two guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight for my life. Yeah. Dude didn't knock me out. He takes off running, slips in pea gravel. His bad. I caught him. I stabbed. <laughs> I stabbed him in the neck with a fucking uh, little pig sticker that was in my pocket in the immediate part of the neck. I didn't try to kill him. Yeah. But he made me bleed. I'm gonna make him bleed back. They call the cops. The cops were right down at the fucking uh, the arena where the concert was. So they was there in a split second. They asked me what happened. I said I ain't call you nothing now. So they arrested me. I was supposed to do some time, uh, some time at home on an ankle monitor. When I got back to my hometown, he had a 10-year-old warrant because I never did an ankle monitor time. Got all about it. I had some medical problems going on, shit like that. I never did the ankle monitor time. They arrested me. They put both my babies in animal control for 
made me do the 90 days I was supposed to do on ankle monitor, put both my babies in animal control for 90 days instead of giving me some time out to let somebody know that I was here so they could take care of my dogs instead of keeping them prisoner or euthanizing them because they're pit bulls. Thank God they didn't. No, but they kept them in jail. They fixed both my both my animals while I was in there for 90 days. They kept them both in there for 90 days. The only thing the judge did right besides making me do that, he, I mean, he made me do that time in jail, but he kept my dogs in there. The only thing he did right was he made an order to animal control that they couldn't euthanize them or adopt them out because they were my dogs. I get out. My wife decides while I'm in there, she wrote me one letter the whole three months I was in there. Well, if we're going to be miserable, we might as well be miserable together. Right? She's up in Spokane. I still love her. I still love her to this day. It's my, my brain's telling me, no, that don't seem right. She comes down. She gets me out of jail. I released $2,500 to her while I was in there. She came down, didn't even visit me, got the $2,500, went back up to Washington, then came down and picked me up. She only had 500 of it when she came back down and picked me up. So she had fun with two grand of it while I was in jail. Didn't care. I wasn't going to tell jail, you know, you got to keep me. Yeah. She spent all my money. Yeah. So I get in the car with her. We're going to try to go to Georgia. As far as the Grand Canyon National Forest, she points at me. She has a gun. She points at me and tells me, Get your dogs and you get out. I'm leaving you here. No. Mm-hmm. You're either going to shoot me or you're going to take me back to where you picked me up from. <laughs> yeah. So we drove with her back to my home county again. She leaves me homeless in a park with one of my dogs. I had to let my female go with her because of medical problem, the medical problems my female has. I only had my male with her. I'm sorry. For a year. For a year and a half, I lived underneath picnic bench and, uh, and parking lots and in bushes, trying to figure my life out. My home county did me wrong when I went back there to try to figure my life out. Yeah. They kept harassing me and a bunch of other shit. Finally, I just got tired. After a year and a half, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I've lived in Montana before. This is this state right here, out of all the states I've ever lived in, this is the best people. The people here, they'll, they'll look at you. Especially if you tell me you're from California or New York or something like mm-hmm. that, they'll look at you as a shady person. Yeah. Right? But I worked for a great family in Billings for a couple of years that I lived here. Nice. Once they got to know me and they knew that I was a man of character and I, I worked hard and things like that, mm-hmm. it was the only family I worked for. And I was the only person that wasn't in their family that worked for that company. I wanted to come back up with those good people. So I bought that motor home finally. Going, I'm, I'm implementing my plan now, what I, what I plan on doing. I got the house. Now I'm going to go do it. I get as far as Nevada and the thing broke down on me. I got stuck in Reno. Got a little bit of a gambling problem, so I stuck there for nine months. Back to how I started telling you this story. When this shit, going, shit. started going on, I get to Reno. I broke down there. I was stuck there every month. I got my social security check, and I go and give it to Dottie, which is the casino there. Mm-hmm. Well, they shut down the casinos. I'd never seen that happen, but it was my sign. Here's my break. They shut the casinos down. I can't go. I can't even <laughs> go into them and spend my money. You can't dot anymore. Yeah. I got my motor home with that next check, and I split. Awesome. And I was either going to northern Idaho, or I wanted to check out the western part of, of the Bitterroots and the Rockies and all this stuff. Yeah. Because it's beautiful. It absolutely gorgeous. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, I've been to Switzerland, so that's the only thing I can say that compares. You've been, you, so you've been off the continent of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple like times. Son's been Switzerland. Yeah, Swiss, Switzerland's beautiful. But when I was going through uh, Wyoming and everything last night or yesterday, I mean, my jaw just dropped, man. And then I got here. I haven't even gotten into Glacier. But, I mean, there's just so much beauty out here that we don't have back home. 
Wyoming's pretty flat until you get to the Tetons and Yellowstone. That's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was flat, but that's where I went through yesterday was Teton and Yellowstone. That's actually where I got my little fender bender back there. It was in Teton. Have you been to California yet? Uh, I have been to California, but not on this trip yet. I've only been there, I was only there for three days when I was there. The COVID thing, though, is I ain't never seen casinos are big money, especially in Reno, Nevada. So when they shut those down, that's something happening on a grand fucking scale. Yeah, it's global. Yeah, no, it's a fear tactic, dude. It's power and control, dude. Population control. So, so the conversation just went to where we were discussing safe population control and fear mongering. What's the easiest way to control mass population? Yeah, plagues, plagues, and and disease, and the smallest things on this planet can kill the most people. Yep. And then once you keep, once you separate people like that, and you have like a mass population convinced that they're they're better off like staying away from each other. Oh yeah. And you have. Total control right there dude, because people won't stand together because they think they're all going to get sick. So it's interesting. Like it's when we first started this podcast, I, I actually like just discussed like divide and conquer as a political strategy. You know what the Bilderbergers are? You know who the Bilderbergers are? Yeah, of course. I've studied okay. all this stuff. Like the, build, even yeah, the, the Bilderbergers. Rothschilds, all that. Okay. Even the Bilderbergers aren't in charge. Now, you just mentioned the no, name right there. The Rothschilds. Rothschilds. Yeah. It's the the, they're, in, they're in the top echelon. The oldest, they're in that top. Yeah. The they're in that top group. in the world. It's the United Kingdom. It's all that. They're, they're already implementing the, the, the one global the one world government and all that. They're already implementing it. The Bilder- world order? The yeah. Bil- they've been doing it since. The like Bilderbergers, though. That the Bilderbergers? 21, the global sustainability. Capitalism. The Bilderbergers are just the pawns of people like the Rothschilds. Oh, yeah. Those people right there, there's only a handful of them that are in charge of whatever. They got the plan of whatever's going on. It's been going on for a long, long time. Oh, for like since a couple hundred years. A thousand years. Have you researched and studied? They've been. I'm just talking about what they're implementing. It can't be. They're not going to. You can't just come out and say. You just can't come out and say, okay, we're in charge and this is how it's going to be. No, no. It's got to be implemented on on a gradual scale. Yeah. And, and it is a new world order, and it's going to come to that. Population Absolutely. control is going to be a real thing. There's already too many people on this planet. It has to happen. If we don't do it, or if the, somebody doesn't do it, the planet's going to do it itself. The planet will cure itself. And we're a disease on this planet as a society. We're like a bug on this planet that treats it poorly. Didn't I just say that right before he walked over? I said that humanity is like a disease. In 50 years, we went from 3.5 billion people. The population of the Earth in 1960 in 1969 was 3.5 billion, and we doubled it in 50 years. And I'm I'm just an OG trying. I got shit figured out in my head now, <laughs> right? Because I went through so many years. When I was young, if I wanted something, I went and took it. Yeah. Uh, if somebody pissed me off, I beat them the fuck up. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to leave everybody alone. I want to treat others as I want to be treated. Yeah. But I won't stand up for disrespect and things like that. I still stand my ground. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care if it's the Popo. I don't care if it's you. I don't care if it's mm-hmm. the Almighty Himself can come down. You're gonna have to prove to me why you're in charge of me now, <laughs> because you people are more fucked up than I've ever been in my life as a society. I know what I've done wrong in life, but I also know what I've done right. Those two sons I told you about, I raised people to be better people than me on this planet. Okay, but now I ain't doing nothing wrong, and yet I get profiled constantly. I get cops approaching me constantly, and all I'm trying to do is I was socially separating myself before fucking the Kung Fu Blue came around. <laughs> yeah, right? I was socially separating myself. Yeah, you just didn't want any. I don't want nonsense. I, right, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I want to go in the mountains here, mm-hmm. chase butterflies and squirrels with my two dogs, mm-hmm. throw balls for them, wake up every morning, smell the fresh air, watch the grass grow, feel the wind blow. 
And I should be able to have that right as a human being on this planet. Not as, I don't yeah. want to be a citizen of your fucked up government. I don't want to be a citizen of your fucked up society. I should be left the fuck alone now. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult to really fucking do. It's yeah, extremely it's difficult. Easy. Everybody thinks everybody else's business is their own. Right. All this fucking social media, everybody's posting about this, that, and the other, and then everybody has an opinion right. about it. And then they, and then the, your little groups, they don't want to get together and talk about it and make it bigger or whatever. I just want to say, I'm going to, I don't know, you know, in the closest place I'm going to be, if shit happens, Yellowstone's going to blow up <laughs> at some point. Yeah. And if it happens in my lifetime, I'm close enough that it's going to take me out very quick. <laughs> Earth will be fine. Yeah, the, the Earth, yeah, the Earth's gonna be okay. Earth's gonna be great without us. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with that a hundred percent. But you know what you're doing though, getting out and going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a regular channel that you have your podcast on? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's on Spotify. You can find it on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's called the Catch the Sky Podcast. Catch the Sky. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is you can't really catch the sky, so just keep chasing your dreams, man. I do. I do. That's you the whole. Joe Rogan. Yeah, we've watched Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he likes, you know, like the alien. The alien he, he likes aliens. You know, he wants to believe. He says he wants to believe. It's right? so funny that you bring up. It's so funny that you bring up aliens because I was actually uh, one of one of the interviews. He actually did two interviews. My favorite band is Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Tom Tom DeLong. DeLong. Yeah, so he had him on there, and he basically like halfway through the interview, Joe Rogan's eyes were like bugging out of his head. He's like, "This guy's fucking crazy." You know, he's like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And then a week later, he had Travis Barker on, their dr- the drummer. And he's like, no, it's pretty legit. He's like, I talk to him like every day and he's going into meetings with like government officials and stuff yeah, like that. He's, he does. Well, he, the, what do you call it? The, the group that he's associated with just released those. The, all the videos on the, CNN. Right, yeah, that's his group. I know. It's yeah. crazy. Like, I tell people that all the time that. The lead singer from my favorite band, well, the former lead singer from my favorite band is behind those alien videos that you're seeing on CNN. They look at me like cockeyed, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look it up. <laughs> I mean, I ain't seen anything that personally tells me there's people flying around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen something one time that was unexplainable to me, and that's a, a light in the sky that was up in the, uh, either upper atmosphere or up in space. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, it's a satellite or something, right? And it's shooting, it's a bright light, and it's... it's, it's uh, shooting across the sky, but it stops on a dime and goes back the opposite direction that it came in. Now, meteors and all kinds of shit, they don't do that. No, they can't And stop. if that's some kind of a craft that did that, as far as I know, physics tells me whoever was in that thing is now pancaked because you don't go that fast, stop on a dime, and then go back the opposite direction unless you have some type of technology that allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, that that aligns very perfectly with all those videos and stuff that they've released. Those right. crafts and people, just and people's accounts and everything. But those videos from those pilots. Mm-hmm. Are, I mean, those those cameras that they have are meant to track things moving right, thousands right. of miles. You know, right. Like, and, and that camera was having a problem tracking. And it it. Yeah. At one point, the thing's just like boop, gone. Yeah. <laughs> and those pilots are like, uh, yeah. Well, the, the one, the one, I want to drive that. Yeah. They were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Look at how fast that thing's moving. It's just like. Yeah, Joe Rogan had that dude on too. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. So that's my. Uh, so it's interesting that we mentioned, you know, God and aliens, kind of in the same conversation. Like, I don't know what it is. There's just something up there that's bigger than us, and waste wasting our time trying to figure it out is is wasting why we're here. Exactly. And most people don't even think on the level that we're talking right now. They don't take time to think. They're too caught in their routines. They don't even know why they're living life. They mm-hmm. make all these CEOs make all this money and stuff, and they're not taking that money with them. Go out and spend it and enjoy life, experience life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
this is the, just the ramblings of an old man. But you guys seem at least pretty up to par with dealing with the conversation. Absolutely, man. Hey, get some recommendations for cool shit to see around there. Uh, what was your name again? My name's Terry. Terry. It was Dan. Dan? Yeah. I'm going to get back to my dogs, man. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, but yeah get a shirt on or something, man. Cool down. Or warm, keep yourself warm. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> I've made it 34 years uh, running around this shit. Matter of fact, when I was in Billings, they locked with me as I, like I was crazy. I'd go out there and work in the, in the snow and Don't shit. forget to ask if there's some cool places around the area. You know, 10 below zero, I come in from the yard or whatever, sweating so much that my mustache and my beard and shit would have uh, icicles. icicles. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend anything around here, Dan, before you go? What's that? What would you recommend I see tomorrow? Where, here? Yeah, in the area. Head back west through Idaho. I'd go through Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene's beautiful. Coeur d'Alene and yeah. Idaho. Okay. Uh, if, you, if you haven't been there, Coeur d'Alene's beautiful. And, and just if you take two through Libby, where he's been, yeah. take two through Libby and go into Idaho that way. Yeah. And then, and then shoot down towards Coeur d'Alene. I forget what freeway it is, but yeah. down there. It's a beautiful drive. You get down to Coeur d'Alene, that's a beautiful area. Okay. You like desert. Nevada's got a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Nevada kind of sucks. Yeah, especially yeah, this time of year, it's going to be a little warm. Have you been to Lake Tahoe and things like that? No, actually, just had a friend that was in Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is beautiful. Uh, I don't know how welcoming they are to outsiders right now. <laughs> right. But Lake Tahoe is uh, one of the most beautiful places. Best place on the planet I've ever been to is Yellowstone. I don't know if you came through Yellowstone. I did. It was amazing. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up the glacier. I ain't never been up there. I'm going to go check out the glacier. Um, a lot of the, a lot of roads and stuff are closed. Um, yeah, the west entrance is open, but the, you can't get through the whole park on your car, in your car. Um, I believe somebody said that after the fourth, like after this weekend, they're going to start opening more things back up. But as it currently stands, if you go in, you can get in the west entrance, which is uh, 15, 20 miles down the road. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you can get in there, but it, you can't get through the whole park in your car at the moment. Yeah, I would definitely see Cor- go, go to Lake Coeur d'Alene, though. Okay. Coeur d'Alene's a cool little town, and uh, the, the lake there is gorgeous. Yeah, I'd stay away from Seattle, man. I mean, they're cordoning off sections of the city there and calling it a uh, new, new country or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that episode of Family Guy where he made his own country. <laughs> right, right. You have a good night. Stay safe. So we had a, a very interesting sidebar there. Uh, yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was interesting. He came back. Came back and everybody's gone, yeah? Well, they're both talking next door now. What an interesting, yep. uh, interesting, wow, that was wild. That was awesome. How many more people are in that parking lot? <laughs> Staying over the night? Quite a few, but we're the only three up, I think. Oh, my God, and so much for going to bed early, huh? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, well, that was awesome. You got anything? Uh, you did a lot of listening there. You got anything to add? I think if if you do take the time to get to know somebody, maybe it takes more than five minutes. But I, but I think if you really are willing to listen and willing to sit down with people and talk to them, mm-hmm. you'll find that that we. But we're actually all not that bad, and and actually, I'm coming around now. I, I do kind of want everybody to live. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, isn't that crazy? And so, um, 
So what's interesting is, um, do you remember earlier how I said I did not want to profile anybody? Yeah. So I actually did notice. Um, you may have heard me mention that he had uh, several tattoos and stuff. The tattoos, the beard. Yes. Yep. No shirt. The ones on his shoulders, they definitely uh, had some sort of uh, gang affiliations. That's all I'm going to say, because after our conversation, Mm -hmm. which most people, I'm hoping that I can get uh, most of that and use it, um, we'll find that, you know, not a bad guy. Not, you know, not everybody's all that bad. And, um, you know, even I'm assuming he wasn't in the bloods of the Crips. No. People with checkered pasts are, the past is past. Yeah, I think the other guy, too, admitted he was in prison for five years. Yes. <laughs> yep. And these, are, these are the people that are sleeping in parking lots across the country. <laughs> and me. And me. Yeah, and you. And then there's me with, my with fucking, your barking dog. With my barking dog and my podcast. What the hell are you doing carrying a microphone around? I was like, oh, shit. T, you're getting shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> These no. guys are on some conspiracy theory shit. Mm-hmm. They think you're with the government. Yeah. I was genuinely concerned for your safety. Hey, well, at least you would have been on the line. I would have been on the line, and I would have been able to I, at least have a rough idea of where you are. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very important. Yes, very, very important. Definitely interested to look into some of the things that he wrote down for me. That's for sure. Give, I love it. Give I, some, yeah, give me yeah. some interesting stuff to uh, at least check out. Well, but again, you're 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 actually out there talking to real people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I really do find shit like that fascinating. What just because talking you kind of get an idea of? Well, yep. Here's my thing: is that we're all influenced by our media. Yes. And when you really break down with people, like what information, I think Joe Rogan came up as like a consensus among all three of you. We all like Joe Rogan. But, and they like Joe Rogan too. Yes. Yep. Okay. And so like, it's, it's, we all have our differences, but we're at the end of the day, we're all being influenced by, by similar messengers. Like at the end of the day, People think that there's such a broad swath of information. There really is with the internet. At the end of the day, even you and I, we're just sharing information that we receive from people who share information, like yep. information we get from Joe Rogan or information I get from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Or mm-hmm. or information we, they we get from think, the Catch the Sky podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like I'm. we're just essentially minor birds or we're, we're all re- – but we're all doing this. Yep. We're all plagiarizing. We really have the, the lack the inability to really think true thoughts because we're influenced by other thinkers and other thoughts. Okay. But our, but our, everything we have is just us growing. That's like the main underlying theme or America saving the day, as I was sharing earlier. Mm-hmm. But are people growing? I felt based on the conversation you had tonight with these two, that everybody grew. Everybody was better. Uh, everybody walked it? away like, yeah. <laughs> and I think that is a very valuable lesson. Isn't it, though? <laughs> it, yeah. I was not sure. I was like, I honestly, again, I'm, you know, parking lot. Uh, turns out, I mean, 
a lot of people have lived some rough lives in there. I'm sure there's some weapon. Everybody's got weapons. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that uh, cooler heads prevailed. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, don't. Um, We're all in it together. Go around insulting anybody's dogs. Yeah. Yeah. See. So I, I think I guess going back to it, I, I I'm still struggling with this because it's Fourth of July weekend and. There are going to be people letting off so many fireworks in this neighborhood that it's going to be so smoky. The air quality is just going to suck. And there's going to be dogs scampering and, and scared for their lives. And last year I had a dead dog show up in my driveway. I know, I know. It was very, it was very traumatic. I know. Um, I'm not a fan of, of blowing up fireworks. But I know if I talk to all these people, I bet I can get around to rationalizing them. But I would have to go during a pandemic where you're supposed to be social distancing, go and like introduce myself to people (laughs) and talk with them and try to have a rational conversation about why it's terrible to just blow up the neighborhood. At least go down to the school and do it. But it's, it's, but it would require a lot of work and effort to walk too far. I'm not willing. Oh no, I was talking about them. Sorry. (laughs) I was talking about, No, it's, it's easier for me. And say, you know, I hope these people get COVID and they die. Mm-hmm. I told him I was going to visit all these places, and did you hear the one place he said not to go? Was it California? No. One, one more guess. There was one city in particular that he pointed out to avoid. No, I didn't, I didn't hear that part. Seattle. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and he was just mostly talking about the uh, whatever zones they had set up. The police took it out. The Chaz, yeah. They took him out? Yeah, 100 police officers went in there and cleared it out uh, yesterday. Well, how can they do it? Well, I thought the whole point was not. So how'd that happen? I missed it. There were There were a couple shootings within the zone. Mm-hmm. And so they they were they, they had to get some quarter back in there. It had run its course and it just turned into a big drug hippie festival, and you know, it was just really becoming. I don't. I haven't read anything related to it, but it was on my list because I was planning to go to Seattle. Yeah. And if I did go to Seattle, I was going to visit the zone. Gotcha. Yeah. Not anymore. Huh? And now that zone is gone, but it's still worth visiting because in that area is actually where Bruce Lee is buried. So. Oh yeah. Still worth a visit. Yeah, we're yeah. going. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> you got to pay the troll toll when you're in Seattle. What the hell's that mean? It's an episode from, well, there's a oh, troll I statue. Oh, there's the Fremont a Fremont tr- troll okay. in Seattle. I know the and episode. It, there's a bridge. Yes. But it's, it's, it's the troll has always existed, but okay. it's even funnier when you incorporate the episode. Yes. And you, you call it the troll toll. So there's a bridge and a uh, statue of a troll, and what else is involved? Under a bridge, yeah. Fremont, the Fremont Troll. Mm, okay. All right, T. Let's call it there. I'm going to hit the hay and yeah. wake up and hope I get my COVID results. Yeah. But I just canceled my flight. What? I won't be coming to Seattle, but I'll send you a list of uh, fun things to do. So you called the whole thing? Yeah, I decided uh, it's just... I want to make sure my family is 
taken care of, and I don't want to expose them to anything. All right. Yeah. Humanity got to me. I want everybody to live. That's the end result. All right. Okay. <laughs> you still get a Wash your hands. Lab? Yes, that is still a go. That is still a go. All right, I'll let you know where where I'm at at that point then. You still got lots to discover there, my friend. Oh yeah. Yeah, lots of time. Don't forget, you got to go on the Goonies. You got to go on the Goonies hunt in Oregon. What's that? You ever watch the Goonies? Yeah. Yeah, all the houses, the Fratelli's house, um, the where One-Eyed Willie's ship, the coast, all that. There's it's uh, and you can go on kind of. Oh, you can tour. You can go look at all the places that were featured in the movie. Might have to do that. Yes, yes, you do have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, yes, you do have to do that. All right. Yeah. <sighs> all right, man. Let's call it a wrap. Okay. Yep, it's a wrap. All right, mate. Good stuff. Yep, I'll talk to you later. Stay safe. Have all a good buddy. night. Yep. So, after that whole conversation with those two gentlemen, John and Dan, what are your thoughts on humanity? I was legitimately terrified for your safety and your well-being. I was screaming there a little bit to hear myself. I, I assumed these people were armed. Who knows if they were, but... I think like anything, whenever you talk to somebody and if you if you're willing to have a conversation with someone who's different than you, you'll find that you actually have more in common and that people aren't that terrible. Yes. And I believe that is a lesson that can be drawn, hopefully from this episode and hopefully through my live experience. Although sometimes things may not have a great first impression or might not strike you the way you want it to initially, that a little bit of patience can uncover a lot more. And so that's something that I discussed on the previous episode is, is being more patient. And in, in this instance, we uncovered a lot more of both of these gentlemen than we had initially thought was there. I think anytime you peel the onion... And you ask people, what do they mean by that? I think you can get to the very core of some of these beliefs, attitudes, and values, which are so difficult to change, but you won't understand them until you, until you hear them. Exactly. And it just starts with a conversation. And that's all we're here to do. Just asking questions. Yep. So thank you for tuning in to the Catch the Sky podcast again. You may interact with us online by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, or on Twitter by searching CTS Terry and tweeting at me there. I will try to reply as promptly as I can. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to catch the sky.